0: That, you know, as of Sunday, I left feeling, I'm sorry, much better and stronger. And I just thank God for that. The Bible says the prayers of the righteous That's right now. avail much. So I'm, I'm so grateful. Um, and yes, indeed, just as Bishop has said about rejoicing, you know, um, happiness and joy is two different things. You know what I mean? You can be sad, but yet you can rejoice. You know, for he has made me glad, the Bible says. so. We rejoice not in what we're going through currently, but we rejoice because we know the best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. So God bless you all. I believe you have your handouts. Yes, ma'am. I mean, Topic is discerning the voice of God. Praise the Lord for those wow. So glad you all are here. This is a profound topic, oh, yeah. and um, I'm just so grateful. And it's on the lesson. It uses the word confirmation, but I was looking, I was listening something. Uh, I believe it was Monday night, and I heard someone use the word discernment. I was on Facebook And someone just released Or um, published a book And it was titled Discernment mm. um, So I know that That's confirmation I know that the Lord is speaking And we want to have an ear to hear That's right. On tonight So we just Thank God again for our being here on tonight and we just pray right now that the Lord will minister to each of us and we just decree and we declare that our coming will not be in vain, but we just pray right now that the grace will rest upon me in the name of Jesus and as God's word come forth, it will fall on good ground and every listener on tonight will be able to understand his word. You know, he's well able to speak to all of us on the level that we're on, okay? So we want our hearts to be receptive to God's words, and we want our ear to be open on tonight. In Jesus' name, I do pray. So again, this is a great uh, topic of discussion, and as I always say, thank you, Bishop and Overseer, for giving me an opportunity to share Um, On tonight What God has given me through the lesson Um, So it's a privilege To be before you on tonight And I'm I'm, I'm excited About the word I've been kind of meditating on it And as Bishop presented it And um, shared He assigned the topics To every minister and teacher And as I saw mine I'm like yay (laughs) I'm like yes and so immediately, and we're going to go into the lesson, 1 Samuel chapter 3. But our topic or our title is Discerning the Voice of God. And as I looked at the topic, I thought about my first book that I read when I first became a Christian, young in the Lord. And it's, it's called Forever Ruin for the Ordinary. But the subtitle is The Adventure of Hearing and Obeying God's Voice. Mm. Know that we just don't want to hear Him. That's right now. We want to hear and we want to obey. So this is a great book. It's scripture-based all throughout. And um, it's very sound as well. And again, I was... Just a Christian. I was young in the Lord. And it taught me so much. So we're not gonna prolong the time, but are you all there? So let's start reading. First Samuel 3 verses 1 through 20. You all go ahead and and read, and we're gonna read all together, and we're gonna read King James Version, okay? We want to be united. So let's read that. When Eli was laid down in his place, and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see, and the air, the lamp of God, went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. That the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran into Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I call not, lie down again. And he went and laid down. And the Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I call not my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he rose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be. If he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel, at which both the ears of everyone that heareth it shall tingle. In that day I will perform against Eli, all things which I have spoken concerning his house. When I begin, I will also make an end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knoweth, because his son made themselves vile, and he restrained them not. And therefore I have sworn unto the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be purged with sacrifice nor offering forever. And Samuel lay until the morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel feared to show Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he answered, Here am I. And he said, What is the thing that the Lord has said unto thee? I pray thee, hide it not from me. God do so to thee, and more also, if thou hide anything from me of all the things that he said unto thee. And Samuel told him every whit, and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seemeth him good. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan even to Bersheba, knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. And we'll start right there. We read it so quickly, and it's hard to grasp what it's about because we read it so quickly that's why the bible says study you know and when you're studying God's word you're not rushing through it because you really can't get a whole lot out of it but we read it but now we're going to discuss it in depth and that way we'll be able to get something out of it okay so we're talking about discerning the voice of God and I wrote down that there are different voices If we're talking about discerning the voice of God, that's an indication that there are other voices. Am I right? So you need to know when God is speaking. And let's go to the definition right here because we need to know what discernment is. Discernment is judgment, profound insight, perception, and understanding, having knowledge, detect, ability to judge between right and wrong, Good and evil, truth and error, righteousness and unrighteousness. Let's pause. You see the word ability. You know, the Bible talks in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it talks about the gift of discerning spirits. And that's someone else's topic. We're not talking about the gift. We're talking about the ability. So that lets you know as a believer, every believer has the ability to discern God's voice. It's not just for some people. It's for everybody. It's an ability, and we just broke it down. It's judgment, you know? Let's read the focus. As believers, it's imperative that we hear the voice of God for divine wisdom, protection, and guidance. Is there anybody that don't need wisdom, protection, and guidance? Okay, so it's imperative, which means it's important. And on tonight, we want to grasp that that it's important, that I need to be able to discern the voice of God. Amen? Now, let's go in depth looking at the lesson. If you know the backdrop of Eli, Eli was a priest, okay? We know that Samuel had a mother who was barren at one time. And she prayed for a son. And she told the Lord, she made a vow, she made a promise. If you give me a son, I'm going to give him back to you. Okay? And so that's what she did. Once Samuel was of age, she allowed him to be mentored by the priest. Yes. So we see right there, 1 Samuel 3 and 1. Closeness, you see that it says, and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days, there was no open vision. Down, we know that Samuel was a prophet, and because it says it at the bottom, verse 21, I believe it was, but it was saying how there were few visions, that means there were few revelations. Visions people weren't seeing and saying God said this. Okay, so closeness, closeness is about position. You know, if we want to hear God's voice, we got to get in the right position so we can hear Him. Okay, and that's what Samuel. It says that he was a child. Mm -hmm. We should not wait until we are an adult. That's right. To learn how to discern the voice of God. Yes. You know what I mean? That's right. We Amen. need to teach children yes. how to discern right. the voice yes. of God. Amen. Amen. Do you know, again, I said, because it said discerning the voice of God, that's an indication there are other voices. That's right. Okay. And voices speak. Okay. Even to our children, yes. voices are speaking. And it ain't God. There's a counterfeit yes. right? And that's the devil That will pretend that he's God yes. Okay So closeness is all about position yes. Eli was a priest And he mentored Samuel yes. it's, With the priest They dwelt in the temple yes. So that means that Samuel hung out in the temple yes. that's right. Again if we want to discern The voice of God We have to be in the right position. Yes. We have to get close to God. Yes. It says that He was a child. It goes on to indicate that He didn't know how to discern the voice of God. Am I right? That's right. You don't immediately know how. That's true. I'm saved. That don't mean nothing. That's true. Right. You have to grow in the Lord. That's it. That's it. Right. That's, That's it. You have to grow yes. And so the good thing about it is When you don't know how to discern for yourself You better get close to someone That does That's right. We Amen. talked about divine connection yes. Being connected with the right people If I can't hear I want to be connected To somebody that can That's it, yes. That's it. Amen Amen, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Confirmation 1 Samuel 3 verses 7 through 9 And this just points out for the third time, Samuel went to Eli. Samuel heard the voice. When God is speaking to you, everybody don't always hear what he's saying. That's right. Because God ain't speaking to them. He was speaking to Samuel. He knows our name. And so three times he went to Eli. Eli was like, I didn't call you. Lay down and go to sleep. (laughs) This is the man of God, the priest. Yeah. He heard the voice again the second time. I didn't call you. Go back and lay down. For the third time. Okay, now wisdom kicks in. Yes. And Eli says, that's the Lord. Yes, he did. And if he he tells him mentorship, he tells him what to say. Yes. You know, say, speak, Lord. Your servant, what? Hear it. Hear it. That means I'm listening. That means you got my attention. But aren't you so glad that the Lord will keep speaking? Even though we can't hear him, he will keep speaking. He gives us time to position ourselves and also to learn how to discern his voice. He knows where we are. Yes. It says that he was a child Don't you know the Lord knew he was a child And he didn't know He knew, I'm sorry He knew that Samuel did not know Who was talking to him Okay Center of attention um, 1 Samuel 3 verses 10 through 15 And we won't read it again But you can. you got your notes You can go back and study this But it says that I got to read this part though And the Lord, verse 10, and the Lord came and stood and called as other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. It says the Lord came and stood. Thank you, Jesus. He will come right where you are. Yes, he will. Center of attention. That means at that time he was right there, and he had Samuel. Undivided attention. Do you know God wants our undivided attention? We have to tune into His voice. That means you got to just separate yourself and ignore every distraction and focus on Him. Center of attention. Is He the center of your attention? Tell the truth. Don't tell me, but answer that within yourself. something to think about. (coughs) Compliance. You know, this is when the Lord, the first time he heard God's voice, the Lord gives him a judgment against Eli, the priest, the man of God. Don't you know that's heavy? Yes. Good gracious. My first time here. (laughs) And here you go. Okay, what you want me to do with this word that you gave me? Every word that we hear don't mean you should share. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. And he he understood that. But the man of God, the mentor, was like so curious. Like, what did the Lord say to you? <laughs> and then he told him, you know, he went on to basically uh, tell him, if you don't tell me something's going to happen to you. You know, just to get you to understand what what that means. But Samuel complied. That means he obeyed the man of God. And he told him, even though it was a hard word. Yes. Have the Lord ever challenged you? And don't answer this. Because sometimes, you know, God will tell you to tell somebody something. And you know they're not going to like it. That's why. But I'm going to go back to that number two. When that happens, you need confirmation. Confirmation means to repeat. Yes. He said, Samuel, Samuel. He said it twice. When the Lord is speaking, he'll confirm himself. You know, certain things you need to pause. You don't, when we hear God say something, you don't supposed to just jump and do it. Now, there are times you may because it it called for you to act quickly. But you better know within your spirit that this is the voice of God. But there are times you will hesitate. And when you hesitate, that's okay. That means, Lord, I need confirmation. And I've been there. And I'm like, Lord, he challenged me to say something to someone, and I know it was not easy. And I said, okay, I need confirmation. If you want me to say something to this individual, let me know. That morning I was listening to an inspirational message, and they were talking about the certain thing that I was supposed to talk about. That was my confirmation. I said, "Okay, Lord, I'ma let her know." I said, "This may sound strange." Later on, she said, "No, it don't," because when it's God, and that's what happened with Eli. Eli said, "Oh, that's God." But how many people can really, honestly discern the voice of God, even when it's correction? All right. Even when it's checking you. Oh, that yes. ain't God. God, the Bible says, that's why you got to know the word. Yes. Because the word. He chasing whom he loves. Yes. So everything that he says is not going to feel good. That's the word. You know, yes. your flesh won't always agree with what God is saying. That's, that's why the word of God is so important. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that um, on down a little further. But God speaks and you all right. I like for people to take notes and interact. If you think this is important, you know, take notes. That's why I left it blank. You write it down because when you write it down, you're that means you're listening, you're participating, you're involved in the Bible study lesson on tonight. And when you're involved, you get more out of it. Okay? God wanna bless our life through his word. Amen. So God speaks in different ways. Am I right? He don't just speak one way. So he speaks in three, in four ways I'm going to talk about, but he speaks in more ways than that. He speaks through his word. The Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. Amen. And I can give you an illustration because I have a personal relationship with God and I appreciate that. I appreciate my history with him because it goes way back. And I can give you an example of every way that I'm going to talk about personally. You know what I mean? He speaks through his word. And I'm sure somebody's out there tonight that can say "A, a scripture came to my spirit and it ministered to me. Yes. So if he speaks through his word, that's an indication you need to know his word. There right. you There you go. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, this is scripture. It says that the Holy Spirit will bring all things back to your remembrance. That's, right. that's an indication you need to know it. That's why right. the word needs to be in your spirit. Yeah. David said in Psalms one nineteen, "Thy word have I hid." Where? That I might not... Okay, so we need to know the word because that's how he's going to speak to you yes. through his word. And like you say, in your, you have to have it in your heart. Yes. Yeah, you know, Thy word have I hid in my heart. Right. You gotta When you read God's word, you got to hide it in your heart. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. You got to hide it in your heart because mm-hmm. that's how God speaks to you. Amen. If it's not hidden in your heart, praise mm-hmm. God, you'll lose it. Mm-hmm. Anything that's not hidden, you can lose it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And anything that's of value to you, Mm. it's in your heart. That's That's not in your head. You know what I mean? It's in my heart to serve the Lord. Mm. That's good. That's a song. That's real good. Amen. So he speaks in different ways. He speaks through his word, he speaks through what we see dreams, visions, creations. He speaks through your circumstances. Yeah. And this, I got this out of a book. So this is not, you know, because I read a lot. You know, I invest in myself, you know. But anything I'm reading and partaking, I'm still going to make sure it lines up with the word of God. So that is your foundation. That's where you always start with the Bible. Not somebody else's book. His book. And that's how you can judge everything that you hear, see, and and read. If it lines up with the word, I receive it. If it don't, I reject it. Every time. Because I know the word. Because I got it hidden in my heart. I know it. Okay, so let's continue on. He speaks through what we hear. Music poetry. Amen. Amen. He speaks through other people. Do God use his people? Mm. Is he using me on tonight? Do I have any witnesses? So he speaks through people, but you still need to discern when it's him. If I get up here and say something that's contradicting to God's word, Don't receive it Now people you've heard older people say Eat the meat and spit out the bone You know what I mean That don't mean just cause somebody falter That you disregard everything that they say No I'm gonna judge everything you say And when you're right I will say amen And when you're wrong I'll hold my peace I don't say amen To everything I hear That means you're in agreement And I'm not a puppet You can't Puppetize me, if that's a word. Google it. I don't know if it's a word, but <laughs> you cannot puppetize me. You know what I mean? It's time out. So much is going on in the work, in the world, and the focus again. We need. It's imperative that we hear the voice of God for divine wisdom, protection, and guidance. You know what I mean? So it's all about our life. And I heard a man of God Like I said I was listening to an inspirational message on Facebook And he said you would be in a different place by now He was in a church setting If you could really discern like you say you can We gonna know Cause your life will exemplify That you hear from God or not We talked about increasing and decreasing Your life gonna be good You know what I mean Not saying everything gonna go well Cause we fall down and we get back up again But all is well In my soul You know the best is yet to come It's not over If I'm down right now, that's an indication it's not over. I will rise again. Amen. So God speaks in different ways. And I want to personally give examples through his word. I remember a certain time that I woke up with a song in my heart. And it was by Yolanda Adams. And it was called Be Still and Know That I'm God and it was just in my spirit because I know the word I knew that was scripture that's right i found it and i don't know if i at the time i knew where it was but it's psalms 46 and 10 be still and know that i'm god and so when i got the word that morning i got an email and it says be calm and it used the same scripture psalms 46 and 10 and then I got a second email. I got a daily devotion, and that was the first email I sent, I received. And then another friend of mine sent me an email of her daily devotion, and it says, don't panic. Be still and know that I'm God. Yes. That's three times. What is yes. that called? Confirmation. Yeah. That's an indication God has my attention because he's right in the center. He's so close to me, I cannot deny that God is talking to me. Because at the time, I needed to make a decision. And honestly, I had already made the decision. But when we made decisions, we want to know, I want to know, did I make the right decision? Because I went by what I felt in my spirit. I made the decision. Now I want to know, did I do the right thing? And he confirmed himself. Yes. yes, you did the right thing. Yes. Now, be still and know that I'm God. That means you're in the right place. Yes. Be yes. still yes. and know yes. that I'm God. Yes. It didn't stop there. On my way back to church that Sunday, on, I forgot I forget what you call it, out there on the bulletin board or whatever outside churches. What is it called? Yes. I seen the scripture, Psalm 46 and 10. Be still and wow. know that I'm and I'm like, I got it now. You know what I mean? I am super excited because I made the right decision. Yes. You know? You. So let's continue on. I put um, rhema. rhema and logos. Those are Greek words. Who know what rhema is? Talk back to me. Well, let's start with logos. That is what? Yes, ma'am. The written word of God which is referring to the Bible. The rhema word is the spoken word. People say the right now word. That means God is speaking to you personally and intimately. You know? So in the Bible is the written word. You're not going to see your name in there and the Lord saying, when did he speak? <laughs> your name ain't in the Bible. This was written a long, long time ago. However, when I received that word, it was rhema. It was for me. He was talking to me. That means it was right now. Do you know the word is alive? Yes, it is. Do you know that God speaks? Because everybody don't believe He speaks. That's right. Some people will tell you He's not speaking today. You know, whatever. Everything's in the Bible. He ain't gonna say nothing else. Well, are you serious? Because I'm alive right now, and I'm going through some uh, personal situations right now. And you mean to tell me whatever He know. Say it is just in the Bible He's not going to say anything to me right now Well I have a scripture for that And it's Psalms 138 and 8 He will perfect the things that concern yes. you And I know that's for me right now He wasn't just talking to them back then He speaks to us now And I love that I love the of word But The foundation is the written word Always And so they never contradict themselves you know, that's how you judge the right now word. You know, we talk about prophecy. You know, someone will come in and say, God's gonna turn your situation around. That's a rhema word for you. It just got better. That's the word I received in um, I think it was July. It just got better. That was a rhema word for me. But sometimes you got to understand that rhyme of word, although you got it right then, it's not for right then. <laughs> mm. so I'm like, All right. You, you just got better? Mm. I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, well, a couple of things didn't happen like I expected it to. But I know that God' word is true. And you have to hold fast yes. to his word. Amen. Amen? So just because it has not happened doesn't mean it will not happen amen so let's continue the quote let's read that all together learning to clearly distinguish God's voice is invaluable it's never the Lord who is not speaking but it's us who are not hearing Andrew Womack referenced John 10 3 through 5 what do that scripture say Yes, my sheep hear my voice And a stranger they will not what? So his sheep spend time with him because what? He's a good shepherd. The shepherd spent time with his sheep. That's right. You're not gonna know his voice if you don't spend time in the word and through prayer. And a stranger they will not follow. Now, if a sheep can do that, I know you ought to be able to. You know, because we have what animals don't. We have reasoning. We have the ability to make decisions. You know what I mean? Let's go to the quote number two. The more we spend time alone with God, listening quietly to his voice, the more familiar it will become to the ear of our spirits. It's in the stillness, not dizziness, that we tune our spiritual ears to hear the voice of God. Joy Dawson referenced Psalm 46 and 10 and 1 Kings 19 and 12. When it's loud and you too busy, they don't help you. You know what I mean? So it's in the stillness, it's in our quiet time that we really begin to learn how to hear him. And once you learn how to hear him, we can hear him when we still. Okay. When we are still first King 19 and 12. Do you already recall what that was about? It talks about, I think it was the prophet Elijah and, and there were different things taking places, but it was what, it was the still small voice that was God speaking. Because he will speak in your circumstances, but in this particular uh, situation, it was a it was a calmness, and that's so important because when you know, you got to know God's character, and you got to know how he operates, and you got to know his word, and he again he speaks in different ways, and sometimes it can just be a peace in your spirit. Yes. Yes. It's never confusing when it's God. That's right. How do I know that? Because of the scripture that says what? Well, no. This, I know it's not God when it's confusion. Because the scripture says. You see what I'm saying? Every time you can relate it back to God. You know, the, the gifts... Not the gifts, but the fruit of the Spirit is the character of God. That's right. You find peace that's in there, right? right? That's true. That's so that's how you're going to know. And I'm the type, I just don't do stuff just because somebody tells me to do it. You know, I, I can't do that because what's in me just kicks against it. I want to please the Lord. Ultimately, that's always my aim. You know, if I do something and I'm not pleasing, it's not because know i know i'm not you know what i mean so let's read this practical point listening and hearing god's voice takes time effort and focus that's good so i hope you all got something out of that lesson but as i say it thank you the word of god is the foundation that is always your starting place and just quieting yourself having that time of devotion you know, worship. But again, for somebody, you know, some people react so quick. There's so many people that are hearing voices. Again, I go back and say our children hear voices. We don't need to wait until somebody become an adult to teach them about the Bible. You can go to Deuteronomy and 6, and Moses said, teach your children. It is yes, your responsibility yes. as parents to yes. teach your children the Bible. It's so important. You know, they need to discern God's voice. And if they're gonna discern his voice, they gotta know his word as well. And they'll know that this ain't God right here telling me to do this crazy stuff. Amen. God bless you. Come on, praise y'all. Come y'all can be better than that. Thank you. Oh, good. That so good. Yes. yes. See, uh, if you're not reading your Bible...